The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I say to you that here, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your coat as well. Give to everyone who begs from you, and of him who takes away your goods, do not ask them again. And as you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. So the Gospel presents us with a little bit, if you will, of a of a problem today. If you look, as the Lord says, you know, do not do the good things so that you might receive, but then He finishes with saying, the measure with which you give is the measure you get back. So what is the Lord saying? Is he contradicting himself? Is he, um, how is he instructing his disciples here? And we know that obviously he's not contradicting himself. And so we have to dig into the meaning to see what the Lord is trying to teach us, what he is trying to show us. And it is basically to follow his own example, to follow the example also of the Heavenly Father. It's a call to be as merciful as the Father is merciful. There is a distinction between salvation and sanctification, between being saved by the Lord and then being sanctified by the Lord. Being saved is to receive His grace within us, and if we die with that grace in our soul, then we are saved and we will go to heaven. But that doesn't mean that we are yet sanctified or purified. And so if we die still in a state of needing further purification, we will spend time in purgatory under that purification. Or we can live in this life in a way that seeks to be purified and sanctified. 
that seeks to be made holy, that seeks to be made more and more like God in his image and likeness, trying in, to the best that his grace gives us so that we can be more and more like him. And so if we look at the readings for today, uh, very beautiful, we can see from the first book of um, Samuel is that David, the king, is becoming more and more like God. That he is becoming, and the way in which he judges is more like the way in which he knows God judges. David has experienced the Lord's forgiveness and mercy upon himself. He also knows that he is also the Lord's anointed, and he would not do to another what he would not want done to himself. And so when the opportunity comes to slay the one who has been chasing him in order to kill him, he doesn't take it. He will not put his hand forth against the Lord's anointed, and he will not let anyone else do it either. And so he is acting in a way that God acts. We are the enemies of God, not from his perspective. His love is unchanging, but from our perspective. When we sin, we put ourselves at enmity with God. When we sin, especially mortally, we cut off the divine life within us. And so in a certain sense, we strike out against God. We strike out against his life. We lash out against him. We put ourselves at enmity with him from our perspective. And yet he loved us while we were yet sinners. When we are sinners, he doesn't smite us in his wrath, annihilate us in fire and brimstone. His response to our sinfulness is to send his son for our forgiveness. The father is merciful and that mercy is revealed in his son. And so we are called to this salvation, but we are also called to that sanctification. And so what we see in St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians is this, is that we no longer have an origin that is completely earthly. We have a source now that is heavenly, which is Christ himself. And so we are called more and more into the imitation and into a deeper and deeper life with Christ and the heavenly life. To live in a way on earth that represents and spreads the kingdom of heaven. We are called to that perfection in this life. And that's what we see in the gospel. That the Lord has not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it and to go beyond the law. And so for his disciples and for us, it's not sufficient that we just cut out sin and don't sin. We are called also to the perfection that he is presenting to us and calling us to. And at the pinnacle of perfection is love. Faith, hope, and love are the highest of the virtues, the theological virtues that have God as their object. But the greatest of these is love. Love is the one that continues on into eternity. And so what the Lord is preaching today is the call to that perfection of love, but also to love as God loves. And because God loves us anyway, and he gives us good things anyway, he gives us each other that we can love in a way that he loves. He is merciful. What does it mean to be merciful? It means to extend love to those who are undeserving of it. And the Lord extends his love to us who have no merit by which we can claim his love, who have no means by which we can demand his love. We are sinners. 
We can place no demands on God, and yet He loves us anyway. He is love. But we have others in our life who might not be deserving of our love. They may have done things, whatever it was, and so we are given each other, our neighbor, that we might act in a way that God acts, to be merciful to those who might not deserve it. Even if that is repeatedly, even if that is daily, even if that is more than once daily, we are called to be merciful as the Father is merciful, to love those who strike out against us, to do good to those who hate us, to bless those who curse us, to pray for those who abuse us. And to him who strikes on the cheek, we offer the other also. I know some people, they think that there is a problem between what the Lord says here and in his own passion, where he is struck on the face and he questions the one who strikes him. What the Lord is saying here is do not meet violence with violence. And in the passion of Christ, with everything that he suffers, we have to remember that he is God. At any moment, he could have responded with all the power of God and annihilated everyone who was coming against him and striking out at him, but he doesn't. He doesn't meet with his divine power the violence that he receives in his passion. He turns the other cheek and he suffers unto death. As we've said before, the Lord does not ask anything of us that he has not done himself. He sets the example of love because he is love. And the Lord is always calling us to the high pinnacle of love. It is not something that we have to do alone, but by his grace. It is not something that we are left knowing not how to do it. We can look to his own example. The pinnacle of his love, his passion and death is here made present to us in the Mass. This is both the source of love and the summit of love. Here at the Mass, the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ is present to us. And so for us to then receive from that love, we come and we participate in this wonderful sacrament in the Mass, and we receive the Lord himself, love himself in Holy Communion. And so as the Lord calls us to go in love, he also makes sure that we, and he wants us to come to the source of that love so that we can take the love that we receive here and pour it out upon the face of the earth in those whom we meet who are maybe not deserving of our love, but who are, again, we are called to love anyway. And this call to love is what the Lord demands of us, what he desires for us. And the measure that we give is the measure that we receive back. The measure that the Lord gave was everything, and the measure that he desires back is everything. Amen.